Hi, listeners. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to let you know that this episode is sponsored by The Draw Shop, and we've got something exciting for you. Let me ask you something. Have you ever been asked what you do? We all get asked this, right? Have you then answered and then got the response of totally glazed over eyes or just the look of someone politely smiling but definitely not caring? It sucks. I know. I've totally been there on both sides, actually. That's why my team and I at The Draw Shop now offer a service to help you perfect your elevator pitch so that people immediately understand how you can make their life better and so that you can use this anywhere in your marketing. It's the single statement that compels your prospects to take action right away. Here's what happens. You meet with an expert copywriter on our team to define the problem you solve, how you solve it, and the transformation your customers experience after working with you. From there, we'll turn that into a short and sweet elevator pitch just for you and create a compelling one-page visual story to help the world better understand your business and how you can help them. For a special limited time offer, we are offering you this service for one-third the usual price, valued at $1,500. Yep, 70% off. Again, this will only be available for a limited time, and we've already seen incredible results with our clients changing this one single statement. So to get your word perfect pitch today, head to www.thedrawshop.com forward slash elevator pitch now. That's www.thedrawshop.com forward slash elevator pitch. Okay, let's get into today's episode. There's this whole mentality, like fake it till you make it, you know, just wear the clothes and act the act the role, you know, and and that's fine, but it's not real confidence and it just really leaves you feeling more like a fraud, kind of gives you a little bit of the mentality of like, not really having confidence in yourself, even though you're trying. Hello, listeners, and welcome back. Today is a a special day. We are going to take a tiny break from business talk and really talk about ourselves, kind of like really getting into entrepreneurs and things that we feel and that we struggle with because it's not always rainbows and butterflies. In fact, it's it's definitely not that when it comes to being an entrepreneur. We know that it's it's tough work and owning a business takes a lot out of you. And there are days where you feel awesome and there are days when you're like, this is really, really hard. And there are lots of things going on in this world, lots of changes, and some of them have been really amazing and powerful for us. And some of them maybe have set us back. And and I thought it was really important to do a a check-in on ourselves. And so I have Janelle Krista on the show today, who is stunning inside and out. And she's, she's got a really amazing story. And, and beyond that, she's got really great tips and tools and things that we can use ourselves for those moments when we are are feeling those setbacks because let's face it it's inevitable it happens and even though you learn these tools and things it can it happens again and let me tell you a little bit about Janelle and then hopefully you'll understand why I had her on the show she definitely wears many hats she's got a really cool background of being an actress screenwriter, really cool story from when she was in her early 20s. But I'm going to let her explain all of that and you'll hear that in the interview. But 
She's an author. She's a filmmaker. She's a producer. She is a spiritual guide and an intuitive healer. And she has had a life filled with tragedy and trauma. And that's what really led her to seek answers. And so that's what led her on this journey to really heal herself. And she's really known for her quick hacks and her accelerated consciousness expansion and simplification of complexity. She's very talented as as an actor and as a writer, and she's working and she has been working for the past 12 years with thousands of clients in group settings, in private coaching, She's worked with, or she is working with Hollywood celebrities, owners of Fortune 500 companies, and she gets, she really gets the struggles that that we go through. And so her deepest wish is to empower others, people like us with the tools and knowledge that need to heal themselves to transform their own lives. And I love her message. I love her empowering hacks that she shares with us on the show. And I just love how authentic our conversation is because we talk about, you know, particularly influencers and and people that are very public and appear to be public about their life. And then maybe you find out some, some truths later on, like, wait a minute, I thought you were this, but now you're that, or I thought you were being honest with me. And now you're saying that you weren't things, things like that. And I feel like there, a lot of that stuff happens and is going on. And it's, it's just a great conversation that she and I have about the importance of being truly honest about where you are in your life and and in your business. Not that you have to spill the beans on everything, but just really being authentic and, and not trying to trick or fool people. And so we talk about that. We also talk about being bipolar and how she has dealt with that. And I wanted to talk about that because I know that there's a lot of entrepreneurs that commonly struggle with that. So there's a lot of really good things here. And I hope that uh, you find as much value in it as I did. And just like with all episodes, everything that you hear will be included in the show notes because I think there's a lot of stuff and a lot of free stuff that you're going to want to take advantage of. Enjoy the interview. Janelle, thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a delight to be here and meet you. Well, you have a really, really interesting background and I'm so, that alone is is a great story and I'm, I'm really excited for you to share that with our audience. I'd love for you to share that and then also, you know, what that experience, how that led you into doing what you do today and why, why that became so important to you. Sure. Yeah. So I, when I was younger, I started out, uh, interestingly enough, my first real job, you know, outside of like Subway sandwiches as a teenager was in rental car sales. And it was like the most random thing. It was just kind of a job that I could do during while I was going to school and college, but I ended up really killing it. I broke like international records. And by the age of 19, I was making over $100,000 a year in rental car sales. And it was very, very random, but I got picked up by a headhunter and I started doing coaching and I started working across the country, coaching different individuals for a company. And it was really 
really one of the best boot camps I could have possibly imagined going to as far as having to really be an adult really quickly. And I was training people that were, you know, four times my age in some cases and really got to go into this whole world as a coach. But I was working with a company and a corporation. And I, I remember one day I was at the airport and I was looking at people that were wearing jeans. <laughs> and that was like the final straw for me. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't do this anymore. I have to do my own thing. So I'd always had a interest and a real passion and love for acting and the arts and creativity, but I didn't really know how I could blend all of that together. So it took me a couple of years to, to figure that out. And I had kind of multiple, I think like a lot of entrepreneurs do, I had multiple different jobs, you know, I was like that were freelancing or trying to figure out exactly how I could create this umbrella. And now years later, I finally figured that out. And I've really create more conscious entertainment and help other people that are creators, whether it's wanting to write a book or, you know, write a TV show or, you know, whatever their creative drive is, help them bring that into fruition. So it can be a little bit easier for them. So I have, I wear a lot of hats these days. I think that that keeps it a little bit more entertaining. Yeah, definitely. You're very transparent about things that you've been through in Mm -hmm. your life. And I feel you know, as entrepreneurs, we can feel very lonely at times and there's, there's a lot of pressure to make things work. And when it doesn't, you, it's very, you feel lonely. Like I, I, I can't get it all together, but yet when we do show up, we're trying to show like, look how I have it all together. (laughs) (laughs) Can you, can you speak to that? You know, just based on, on your experience. Cause I know for me, it's always, it's, it's very, comforting. And I like to hear, you know, people just speaking the truth. I'm much more likely to want to listen to them and learn from them when they, when you do get to see those vulnerable sides to them. Yeah, absolutely. I think that it's so important. And I don't think enough people really talk about that. There's this whole mentality, like fake it till you make it, you know, just wear the clothes and act the, act the role, you know, and And that's fine, but it's not real confidence. And it just really leaves you feeling more like a fraud kind of gives you a little bit of the mentality of like, not really having confidence in yourself, even though you're trying to. So I really do try to be very, very real about where I'm at. And I think that if we remember that there are no overnight successes, (laughs) and really, really choose to embody that we can we can show up and be our real selves because I remember when I was living in LA and and I was trying to be an actress and I was struggling and it was really shitty. I remember one of my friends told me she was talking about Katy Perry, I think. And she was like, yeah, I remember when Katy Perry got the best new singer of the award year, you know? And I said, yeah. And she said, you know how insulting that was for her. She, she, she wasn't a new singer, you know, she's been doing this her entire life. And this was, you know, she's not a new singer. And it really, I will never forget that. I remember like, yeah, that's so true. There are no overnight successes. We just are made to believe that. And so if we can just really show up with exactly where we are and that allows us to really be grateful too. So maybe you are brand new and you're trying to be a coach or you're trying to build your business and you have one client. Well, if we start to go into like a pity party 
of feeling sorry for ourselves because we have one client. How are we going to really show up to that person? How are we going to be grateful? How are we going to, you know, really embody that person that we want to be if we're, if we're not just exactly where we are? So I really try to come from that standpoint and, and just be authentic. And I would recommend everyone try to do that. And if someone tries to tell you to fake it till you make it, you know, that's not real, <laughs> you know, right. sure, you want to, you want to be as confident as you possibly can be and step into that, but it, it's not going to serve you to, to not just be really authentic. I think that's so true. And I think a lot of us are witnessing that just because of social media and people are, you know, have this platform to speak. Some people are very open about what's going on in their life right at that moment. And then sometimes you see people that it's like, whoa, I've been following you for years and you've been saying all of these things that seemed like you had it all together, but now you're telling me that for the last year you've been suffering. And so now I feel like I've been misled. And so I I see those things and it's just a true, like, please, please, please be, be real because that's what people connect with. Yeah. Yeah. And we need that. You know, we really, really do. It's, it's confusing to our nervous systems when somebody says that they have it all together and, and you find out that that's just not true. You know, it's, it's not motivating. It's like way more motivating for someone to just be really honest and to say, I don't know, you know, to really yeah. own up that sometimes I don't know. And this is where I'm at. I kind of find it gross when, when people, you know, will go into hiding until they get it figured out because it's not really usually that they get it figured out. <laughs> it's like, <Right. laughs> it's like they just thought of the right thing to say. And that doesn't mean that you, if you're not ready, if you're really raw and you know, you're not ready to talk about something publicly, you push yourself to do it. That's something entirely different, but you get what I'm saying. I totally get it. Yes. And that's, that's so true. So you, I know you talk about choice a lot and, and the things that you have have gone through and the mountains you have climbed and you know choosing to be happy like i would love for you to talk to us about what that looks like for you and you know being able to choose happiness and choose feelings and and all of that good stuff that we want to have yeah so i believe that choice is our greatest superpower i'm actually co-writing a book right now about that that is called choice how to embody your greatest superpower because i believe that you can have everything taken from you, you know, like you could have your, your job taken from you, your family taken from you, you can lose everything, but you can't lose your ability to choose how you react to it. No one can take that from you. That is the one thing that no matter how horrible your life is, you always can rely on is your ability to choose how to react to it. Now, sometimes we might not feel like we have a choice in a situation and sometimes we might not. Sometimes we have two choices that aren't really that great, but how we choose to react to it, no one can take that from us. So for me, I you know experienced a lot of different things in my life that a lot of people would, you know, when I tell them about it are rather shocked. Yeah. <laughs> They look at me and they're like, really? <laughs> you know, like what? I I grew up with 14 siblings, all from different parents. I mean, I had no real sense. Wow. Of <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. I, I, by the time I was 18 and I, 
I moved out, I literally had 18 different siblings, you know, half step and, and, and adoptive siblings. And I had different parents and lots of divorces, lots of different things. And I was extremely bipolar and I was addicted to drugs and I had all sorts of different things going on in my life. And it was like, okay, how am I going to choose to move forward? And my life was pretty crazy growing up and I could be a victim to that and stay in that for the rest of my life, or I could choose to make different choices. And, and so I believe that every single person, regardless of how horrible their life is or whatever it is that they're going through, we do have a choice on how we respond to things. And so I'm really, really passionate about that. And I think that if people remember that you can always be in a state of empowerment it's so true. That, that is probably the most empowering feeling, <laughs> knowing that you can do that. How I'm curious as to, or I want to share with our listeners, really, what type of coaching that you do, because it's really unique to other types of coaching that I know of, but like how you work with your clients and what types of things you're working like is it is it business related? Is it life related? Is it personal? You know, those types of things. What is it that you're doing it? What's your kind of strategy around it? Yeah. So it's kind of funny because I have multiple different topics that people come to me for, you know, like people will come to me as a book coach because they want to be an author and they know I'm a best-selling author. And so they want to be able to know how to create a book and how to hold themselves accountable. Or I'll have somebody that they have a dream to be able to create a community garden and they want to do that. And that's their dream. Or maybe somebody has an idea for a show and they want to do that. And these all seem really unrelated. But in truth, the the biggest thing is, I guess, you know, if I were to call myself anything, uh, one big title, it would be a spiritual coach, even though some people would never, we never even talk about spirituality, but what we're doing is we're breaking through kind of these invisible blocks and barriers to get people to channel whatever their creative forces into form and really make it into something that's real. You know, having struggled really deeply with very severe bipolar disorder for so many years. You know, one of the traits of bipolar is that you have all these ideas and you start them and then you drop them and you don't finish them. And so I have all these years of, of, you know, what people would see as maybe as failures because I have all these ideas and I couldn't bring them through. And really what happened was when I had this huge spiritual breakthrough or whatever you want to call it, if you you don't want to be spiritual, personal growth or development, had this, this, real breakthrough and could finally get through those blocks, then I could start creating all of these things. And just last year, I, I produced like three online courses and wrote five books and uh, wrote six screenplays. And, you know, I'm like a maniac and, yeah. and we all have that inside of us. And so really the coaching that I do is I help people find those blocks and they typically are through emotions, you know, finding unresolved emotions that are stuffed in people's bodies that they haven't dealt with and breaking through those and releasing those so that they can stop recreating situations over and over in their lives that are preventing them from getting where they want to be. So it's, you know, a lot of different topics and different things that people come to me for, but I guess I help people weave their dreams into reality because they have it inside of them and they can do it. Do you do you sometimes work with people that think they have one goal or they think that this is the thing they want to accomplish. And then after working with you, it turns into something totally different. 
Absolutely. And that is the real beauty of the, the greater work is that really it's like you're not just helping people weave their dreams into reality. You're helping them heal dreams that they thought they had. Wow, <laughs> and, yeah. you know, and, and people don't really talk about that because, you know, it's like, oh, I have this dream. Well, is that a dream that you made up when you were five years old? And now as an adult, you're trying to make that happen and it's really not going to serve you or even remotely what you want. Or is this a dream society put on you or your parents put on you? Or is this your dream? So helping people get in touch with that. Yes. So, you know, I, I know personally, sometimes you figure things out, but there's always something to figure out. It's never like you have everything all figured out. I'm curious as to your experience with that, because there's times, you know, people work with coaches and sometimes you feel they've got everything figured out and they're going to have, you know, the, the answers to, to everything. But then it, sometimes it, it's almost like you're perfect. You, you have it all. <laughs> you, you, like, <laughs> Once you've figured this out, you'll never you'll never go back to feeling sad, or you'll never back to f- having feelings of pressure. And I'm wondering, like, what your take on that is? Is it something that you just figure out, and then you don't have those feelings anymore? Is it, you know, those feelings can still come back, but here's how you deal with them? Yeah, oh, definitely. Your feelings are always going to come back. If they don't come back, that's when I would get worried. And if you have a coach that you know has everything supposedly figured out, I would be really worried and I would run. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would really run, you know, because, because that, that's just not a reality. You want to find somebody that actually, if they don't have the answer for what you're looking for, they are humble enough to seek out the resources for you to help you find the answer, you know? Yeah. So yeah, 100%. And just being willing to deal with the emotions. Now, I believe also in that, you know, when you're looking at your business, your business is, this is going to sound terrible, but your business is really, it's, it's never going to be worse than it is today. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning that like, whenever you put something out and it's new, it's, you're going to continue to improve and you're going to develop skills and it's going to become more of an art. It's kind of like, if you imagine, what are they called? The people, you know, when you're running on a track and you jump on those, you jump over those, what are they called? Like the, the, Things. Oh, yes. The hurdles. The yeah, hurdles. Um, Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. So you see someone running on a track and the first time they try to jump over a hurdle, they fall, they scrape their knee, they break their leg. I mean, it could be ugly, right? But if they keep on going and they keep going, you know, over time, the hurdle is still there, but it becomes more of an art on, on a dance really with the hurdle and you can jump over it with much more ease. And then the hurdles might get bigger or they might get smaller, but you have some practice now. So I love they're called hurdles. I kind of forgot that, but that's so Yeah. <laughs> and that's such a great analogy. I love that. And the reason why I'm kind of like, you know, driving that home is because I've, you know, seen people that have they've accomplished a lot, say working with a certain coach, but then when they have a setback, it's almost like they're nervous to go back and say anything to that coach or they're like that, that they're going to, it's going to be a disappointment because, you know, that coach has it all figured out. Like, no, don't go back there. And I, you know, I have always thought like, that's not, but that's not real. That's not reality. And I feel like we, you know, especially entrepreneurs can be so hard on themselves when there is some type of a setback or, you know, there's a lot going on in our world right now. So some people have have really big setbacks and they take it, you know, it's like a very personal thing. Like I failed or I'm, I'm back in this place that I didn't think I'd be 
back in again, you know, and I think it's more about, you know, they have the tools, but like the feeling of shame or whatever it is, is, is overpowering that. And the worry of what are, what is my, the person that I looked up to or my mentor, what are they going to think of me? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's a matter of just remembering that every single person on this planet is human. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You know, every single one of us, we all have stuff. And if, you know, for all the coaches that are listening, remember how important that is to let your clients know, you know, like that you are human too. (laughs) Right. Right. It's, it's, It's so, so important. We all have our shit and it can be really it can be very false, you know, to get, I I went to a therapist, you know, when I was younger and she seemed so perfect that that's the idol that I thought I was trying to be like, you know, I had to, I had to have it figured out. I have to be like her. And then there is a lot of shame that comes up when you have things that, that are challenging, you know, and it makes it so you can't really be real with yourself and certainly can't be real with other people. So, so yeah, for anybody that's listening, that's trying to, you know, be perfect, just remember that nobody can relate to you and you're not helping anyone. You're certainly not helping yourself. Right. Exactly. Hey everyone. Did you know that for a limited time, I'm teaching free live webinars on why your marketing isn't working and how to fix it? In it, I'll be teaching the five-part marketing plan that will increase your revenue, save you a ton of hours, and get you feeling confident that you are using marketing that is growing your business. You can find out more information at www.thedrawshop.com forward slash marketing. That's www.thedrawshop.com forward slash marketing, and you can pick a time that works for you. All right, back to the episode. So I'm curious, what are some things like, do you have certain things that you do every single day to help, you know, as best you can maintain a feeling of well-being and being connected to your creativity and and the things that, you know, help you thrive? Yeah. So I really tried to work with a few different states, really working with success, work with desire and imagination. And those are all states, you know, of course, like success, you can have reference points of like, you know, the, the trappings of success of cars or houses or, or whatever it is that society or you have labeled to be that barometer of what success means, but really success is an energy and it's a state of mind. And so by working with those states of success and imagination and desire, and for me, creativity, those are things that I really try to work with every single day in, you know, probably in either a meditative state or in a journaling state, or, you know, even just like getting into playing some music and dancing <laughs> and allowing myself to get into that state. Because when you can, your, your state of mind is really what is going to determine the entire tone of your day and your life. And so those are things that I work with every single day. And it really is on an energetic level of like, am I grounded? Am I feeling connected? Is there anything that is distracting me from that focus? And if it, there is, then, you know, what are the steps that I need to take to heal it? So I think by working with things as 
energy for me, that's really how I go about my day is, you know, really every morning doing a kind of like a scale, like when you go to the doctor and it's like, I'm from one to 10, how do you feel? You know, looking at yourself, okay, on scale of one to 10, where is, where is my resonance? Like, where am I feeling the, you know, is it a, is it a one? Is it a six? Okay. So now can I go into maybe a meditation or go into, you know, exercise or do a dance or do whatever I need to do to make sure that I can lift that state upward to a 10. And I feel like if everybody starts their day with that, you can really start to master your life a lot better. Absolutely. You know, one thing you'd mentioned earlier was bipolar and Mm -hmm. I've had, you know, there's been several entrepreneurs that I know and people that have said entrepreneurs tend to be, a lot of entrepreneurs tend to be bipolar. I don't know the exact statistics. I'd have to go find that, but it was interesting. And it was something that I heard. And because we have so many entrepreneurs listening to this, I'd love to hear, you know, your, how you've, how you've dealt with that and, you know, what would have been your tools to help you get through. Yeah. So I think number one thing with like, whether it's bipolar, depression, anxiety, PTSD, ADHD, like whatever. And I think a lot of people just in our modern world struggle with these different mental illnesses. There's, you know, a lot of determining factors in that one. There's huge toxic environment that we live in and food and different things like that. And there's also just a tremendous amount of stress um, and that gets passed down generationally. And so I think that I'm not surprised to hear a lot of entrepreneurs are bipolar. I didn't know that, but I'm not su- surprised to hear that because we don't really like to have people tell us what to do. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but for me, I feel like number one, it's a choice. It's a choice to on how you respond to that. Like, okay, I can be a victim to this quote unquote mental illness and I can let it, you know, rule my life and label me, or I can choose to allow it to be a healer. And what I mean by that is, you know, when I finally recognize and stop fighting that diagnosis, and let me tell you, like in the spiritual realm, that was like a whole other, <laughs> just, there's just so much judgment around that. You would think in like the more holistic realm, it would be more, things are more acceptable, but it's actually even worse. I feel like where it's like, oh, well, you are, you know, buying into this idea and it's like, well, yeah. it just is what it is. So I had to deal with my own demons around that. But when I finally just accepted that, okay, this is a real thing and I have to work with it. It really became a healer for me in the sense that I, I was like, okay, I have to watch what I eat. I have to make sure I sleep enough. I have to, you know, eliminate the toxic people in my, my life. You know, I can't uh, go on crazy all nighters and, and party, you know, that's going to wreck me and I'm going to lose it if I do that. And I'm going to have to explore all these different alternative ways of how I can work with healing this inside of me. So I think it's an attitude and a belief you know, and working with your beliefs around what mental illness or what these different things mean to us. And, and all of them can mean different things, you know, like I've dealt with anxiety, like tremendous anxiety. And when I really got to this core center belief of that, it was like, oh, I'm trying to please people. I'm Mm -hmm. trying to, I'm trying to make people happy. And that's making me literally ill. (laughs) So how do I deal with that? So I think that is me all the way that is (laughs) always, always struggled with. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, and so it's a, it's a, a choice and it's an ownership of how I contribute to it. And what is this really bringing up in me that is wanting to, to heal and share that with the world. So it looks different for everybody, you know, and we all have different ways of how we're going to approach it. But for me, I think it really just boils down to choosing how we're going to respond to it. Yes, definitely. Can you tell us a little bit about your courses? You mentioned your courses earlier, and I'd love for you to share what they're what they're about and what you what you gain from it. Sure. Yeah. So the kind of gateway course is like the entry level course is called Spiritual Ninja, and this was so much fun to make because for me, I grew up very highly sensitive, really empathic, and really just kind of picking up everybody's energy around me. And, and I think a lot of people do that without even realizing it. It's way more common. Um, I, in some study I saw, it was like 50% of Americans relate to, to being an empath. I think it's probably much higher than that. But I wanted to create a course that could help people look at how to feel connected, how to feel protected, how to feel grounded and centered, even when the world is falling apart and going crazy. And it's, you know, a big, massive toolkit with different meditations and different exercises and techniques and tools on how to achieve sense of personal sovereignty and energetic autonomy from others. So I really tried to relate it to the modern world. So anybody, you know, like say that you get on social media and some troll makes a comment on your picture and you're like, oh, whatever, screw that person. But it really affects you, you know, for the yeah. rest of the day, you're like, maybe you put it in the back of your mind, but you can, you can still feel that like nobody wants to be attacked by a stranger or somebody that they know, you know, like, and when you're putting their, yourself out there publicly and, and, yep. and, and that happens on a regular basis, you know, and, or even just scrolling through your newsfeed and you see an article that's disturbing, you know, and that can affect you. And it's like, things can come out of nowhere. So this course is really to help you learn how to stay connected and to yourself and, you know, disconnect from others, whether that be an ex-boyfriend that you continuously feel energetically connected to, even though you broke up or some random person online. So that's what that course is about. And there's also a book called Spiritual Ninja as well, that is, you know, everything from the course, the course just gets more in depth because you actually have the meditations and everything like that. And then the next course is called Harmony Keys. And this is kind of really what I'm more like the most popular for and what most people came to me for for years is it's a course that really dives into emotion. I look at emotion like a language, kind of like this this universal language that we all communicate through throughout the entire globe that makes humans so beautiful and so unique. And it's really what gives us our, our deep sense of humanity is the range and depth of emotion. So this course goes through the different types of emotion, whether they be expansive emotions, imprisoning emotions, paralyzing emotions, or transitional emotions. And so you can start to work with these on different levels and recognize when you stuff emotions inside of you and how, when you stuff them, they become unresolved they create all sorts of havoc in your life. And that includes not only more imprisoning emotions like depression or anxiety, but also emotions like gratitude and forgiveness, which no one ever talks about. And I've literally never heard anyone else talk about it, but it's in my opinion, way more detrimental to your health that you stuff forgiveness inside of you. Because if you 
you know, make that choice or whether it's conscious or unconscious that you're not going to forgive someone, you're holding that inside of you and it's, and you're going to layer all these other more imprisoning emotions on top of that to protect it. And you're not going to be able to live in that state of forgiveness, which is far more expansive and such a, you know, high resonance state to live within. So this course really teaches people how to find these stuffed emotions, when they got stuffed, why they got stuffed and how to release them. And it works to like magic. I mean, it's kind of remarkable. That's why so many people love to come to me because they'd have these migraines forever. You know, they'd see neurologists and different doctors or whatnot. And we'd go and we'd release these emotions and all of a sudden their migraines would go away. And so what happened was I was, it was kind of like what we were talking about earlier. People were starting to come to me and like I was their magician that was going to heal them and I was their source. And I really like, it just, that didn't work for me at all. It started to make me feel drained and I didn't, I didn't want that for them to be someone's guru. So I created this course to be able to really teach people to do it for themselves, you know, and they can do it for themselves or they can do it with other people or with their, you know, kids or, or whomever. But I really wanted to create that course. So that's kind of like my, my more, you know, popular course. And I have a book that I'm releasing, kind of did this backwards, but I am releasing the Harmony Keys book this next coming month. So that'll be available to, you know, for, for people to check out. I think it's so underestimated how energy and the importance of it. And like you said, you know, releasing those, those things that you're holding in do it's so healing. It's so amazing. It's like this lightness that you, that you feel, but I think because it's not something that you, you know, actually just see, or I I don't know what it is, but some people are like, no, no, that's not it. (laughs) I'm just, you know, and, but it's amazing how, how incredibly powerful it is to release those. And I imagine that's also when you were talking earlier about creativity, how, you know, so much of, so much of that creative energy gets sucked up by those other negative things that we hold on to. Yeah. Simply because we just don't know how, you know, in the moment to, to process it, or we just don't want to, because it's going to feel icky. Right. Exactly. It's so, so true. So when we can really work to, heal it and release it, then we can be free. And I feel like for me, like I don't really experience a a tremendous amount of bipolar symptoms anymore. Um, And I think a lot of it was really learning how to release all of these emotions. And that's not to say that it's just emotional, you know, like it is a chemical thing as well, but I think it's like a dance with all of that. And for me, it's been incredibly helpful to really release these emotions. And that's why I call it the harmony keys, because you put your your body and your mind and your spirit in the state of balance. And that's kind of my whole life mission is bringing these, these two yeah. worlds together and having balance. I love it. So, so many good things. And are you actually doing coaching still? So one-on-one? Yeah, I am. I do okay. one-on-one coaching and a lot of people will find out about me and like take my course and then we'll, you know, they'll reach out to me and we do coaching and I also do group coaching too, which is, which is really fun. I love group coaching. It's, it's, it's great, you know, if you get a group of friends all together because then there's that extra accountability. Yes. I love that. Well, I want to let our audience know where they can find out more information about you and where the courses are, your book. Also, I'm guessing you said, when did you say your book was coming out? The next uh, book? The next book uh, should be coming out in hopefully the uh, 
first or second week of July. So Okay. Awesome. Oh, that's close. Yeah. Where can they find out like yes. all the things, Janelle? <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. So my website, which is my name, JanelleKrista.com, which is J-A-N-E-L-L-E-C-H-R-I-S-T-A. That is, you know, where people can go and find me. And I actually just barely today released a totally free mini online course. It will take like a day. It's not a huge amount of time, but it was really important to me. A friend of mine just recently passed away. And during his dying process, I took him through this meditation that's really special to me, kind of help him shed all the materialism from his life and get in touch with his true essence. And it was one of the most beautiful experiences of my entire life. Like, oh, I want to like get emotional talking about it, but wow. it was as so profound. And he said, oh, I just wish that I could have done this sooner. So I just was inspired to create a little, you know, mini course around that meditation to as a gift for people. So it's totally free. They can go to my website and look under courses and it says free mini course on consciousness. So that's available. Uh, if anyone is interested, it's, it's there for them. And then people can find me on Instagram is where I usually hang out at Janelle Krista. And I just created a YouTube channel, Janelle Krista. And I would love if anyone wants to say hi. And if anyone is interested in taking the course, they can put the name of your podcast in the coupon code and it will give them 10% off. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. All of those details will be in our show notes, links to everything, to the the free course, website, all of that. That's so, and that's so beautiful. I'm like, oh, oh, that's so beautiful that you did that. Thank you so much for sharing all of this today. I just think it's so important. You know, a lot of times we're talking about, you know, strategies and things that you can do in business and improve your marketing and all of that. But every once in a while, I like to, you know, really deep into the person and, you know, how, how are we doing as entrepreneurs, as business owners, how are we taking care of ourselves? Because ultimately, I mean, the reason we do what we do is to have really great lives and to create really, you know, awesome experiences. So in order to do that, we need to feel our best. So this is so helpful and I hope everyone checks you out. (laughs) Thank you so much. This was so fun talking with you and I, I, I really appreciate you and, and getting to know you a bit. Me too. Thank you. Hey guys, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't already done so, would you do me a favor and go subscribe and review this podcast? My goal is to continue to deliver you content that will really move the revenue needle in your business and give you up-to-date content on anything else that can dramatically help your business. You can also find us at thedrawshop.com slash podcast, where you can comment on the podcast or contact us directly with any issues you'd like me to address. Thanks again. I really, really appreciate you listening and I'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.